Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And I have got not a kick butt mortgage guy on the show today, but the kick butt mortgage guy, because that's actually his brand. Guys, Ryan Speltz, he is out of Florida. He and I, bro, did we, did we meet because you like, did you stitch one of my videos or something like that? Most likely. Yeah, that's probably how, how that and, worked uh, out. Just throw out some content. And you never know, for those of you that, that do the TikTok thing, when you see a notification that says so-and-so stitched your video, my assumption is, oh gosh, what? Like, what did, what is this person going to say? Why do they hate me? And so I was so relieved when I watched it and was like, yes, it's actually positive. This guy likes me. We're about to be best friends. And and now here we are recording a podcast together. So, bro, welcome to the show. You got to shoot your shot, man. You got to shoot your shot. That's 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we're and there are probably bigger shots to shoot than me. But <laughs> here we are. Hey, we got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Don't downplay what you got, man. I mean, you got a, you got a book out, man. You're bigger than you think. Like you got, I you, am physically much awesome. larger than, <laughs> than most people think, but I'm so excited for our episode dude, because I, I was looking you up right after you reached out. And obviously I, I, I do my due diligence on anybody that I bring on here because I have to know that, that you're a positive influence to my audience. And, and, uh, Man, I started looking around. I was like, dude, this guy, this guy's got it going on. And and I and I went from one platform to the next. And and then I ended up on your YouTube channel. And do your you're 700 plus videos in on your YouTube channel. And so I want to talk about your journey. So, Ryan, tell us like, do you remember the pre-video, Ryan? And and kind of what that moment was like where you where you decided I've got to do this? I can't give you a specific moment, but I can give you a specific time frame, really. Okay. So, you know, in the mortgage industry, I, I'm in a coaching program called Next Level Loan Officers, and I'm going to throw that in as like a shameless plug. Like they're yeah, fantastic. Man, go for it. It's worth it's worth every everything. Shout out. Like, who who runs that? Uh, Kenneth Travis is one of the leaders, and that's who I, I actually work with him at Greenlight Mortgage. Right. Um, and then uh, Shane Kidwell, uh, Kellen Vaughn. And uh, Sean Zalmanoff are the four the four founders of it, or or right the on. four coaches. And and people uh, have told me I need to connect to those guys, but I yeah, never have. Yeah, they're it's a great group of people. And, and maybe you uh, can make that happen. I, we could probably make that happen. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll have you you know put this together as a little short, and then we'll we'll fly it in and I love show it. them. So, um, but yeah, I mean they're the great group of guys, and and really you know they they're on the front lines, right? They're working the mortgages just like us. It's not some guy that that was successful 20 years ago and, and was like, this worked for me. This is what you should do. You know, there's certain programs out there that are like that. Sure. Yeah. So this program, they're very forward thinking and and just everything, you know, is about, I want to say it was 2017. Cause right after I moved to Florida, 2016, 2017. And 
I went to one of their their live events and just like every section was video, 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 right? Yeah. So it was like, what can you do today to get yourself on video? And so I, while I was there, I'm very influenced by those situations. So if I'm sitting in something like that, it's going to like get me all up in my feels and like, oh, I yeah. got to take it, take, you know, came home with eight pages of notes and all that stuff, yeah. you know? Um, so I just, I ordered the ring light that I'm still using right here and um, a little like microphone that attached to my phone at that point. And that was when I really started making video and, and it wasn't consistent by any stretch. Like it was like, let me make a few videos here and make a few videos there. Um, and then when I, uh, left the company that I was just with, um, or when I joined the company I was just with in 2018, that's really when it really took off for me was, uh, I, then I started embedding videos into my, um, into my process and like yes. the, the loan updates would go out and they would have videos in them and people were like, wow, this is so cool. And I just like started to realize like, okay, this is really where I need to be and what I need to be doing. Um, so yeah, long-winded answer, but yeah, that's that's Dude. really where it started. So I I love that you that you talked about process. I feel like right now that's like my secret weapon to teach people because everybody's screaming, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And it's like the most power out of all of it is having them in your processes. Mm -hmm. Right? Those little tiny micro touches that you put on people. It, it man, it's so powerful. So, but before before we go, we go deep into that. I, I wanna, I wanna come back to in in this process. What were the first couple things that you had to overcome that they were hard at first? Mindset. What, what are people gonna think about me? Like, what what was that for you? Honestly, and this is so bad because now I preach so hard against it. But like, just like, what am I gonna say? Right? Like, it, it, yeah. it's the it's the what am I gonna say? And. And that excuse is an ex 100% an excuse because once you start to realize like you can say anything, like literally anything, just yeah. get it out there. Yeah. Like you start to realize it just doesn't matter. Right. You know, and some of them are going to do well and some of them aren't. And the ones you think that are going to do well aren't. And the ones that you don't do well are possibly some of the best ones um, or best performing ones, you know, by the metrics. So, um, you know, that's really one of the things is just like, what was I going to, what was I going to say? Like, who's going to listen to me? You know? Yeah. So, so back then in 2018, what helped you overcome that? Did somebody give you like a track of this is the type of content you should do for the next six months? Like, how'd you overcome that? Yeah. Next level actually at that point had a, a 52 weeks of videos or something like that. And I just nice. made them all in like a month, but, um, you know, just like hammered them out kind of thing and put them into the process. And really where like I utilized those is I was still a little bit nervous to go into, the social realm, right? At that point, like I was, yeah. I was using the video, but I wasn't using it as broad as I could be. It was more so just on that one-to-one -one basis. And so I was putting them in, you know, if I had clients that were in credit repair, I was using the ones that revolved around credit and adding those into the drip campaigns and um, the, um, you know, anything that was revolving around the process, I'd just throw it in as like an extra email that would go out during the process. Like, Hey, don't do credit cards. Here's why. And just like stuff like that. So um, that was really what it was, was like, it was the 52 weeks of, of video just, and then once you start to see those topics that you're talking about, you're like, okay, I can literally talk about anything. It's like, yeah, I well, <laughs> and I want to make sure listeners that you understand this, like the power of what Ryan has done is, and he may have may or may have not done this on purpose. It doesn't matter. Right. But you gave yourself permission, whether you see it that way or not to make one-to-one -one video, which is way less scary 
right? The condemnation that you think you're going to receive is not there. The, the you know, it, it's it's just more simple. And 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 it's such a huge tip, guys, that if you're struggling with video, get consistent in a one-to-one environment first because you're practicing the same muscle that it's going to take a few months from now for you to post it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. One of the the best ones that I can say and Facebook makes it super easy, right? Like, and I, I'm a Facebook guy. That's where I started. That's like, that's yeah. how I built my business Me too. Facebook groups and stuff like that. So um, Facebook makes it super easy. They tell you whose birthday it is. Right. Like click on the name, send message, hold the button down, say happy birthday, move on to the next one. Like, yep. and, and most of the people that, that are afraid aren't going to have these massive followings that they have to send 15, 20, 30 messages a day. Right. right? You know, they're going to be sending four or five, but it's still the the ability, like you said, working that muscle, like getting on film and feeling comfortable that your face actually looks like what it looks like. Like no one cares. <laughs> like right. They don't. Care. I mean, it's Thanks easier for, for you when, you know, you're good looking and have like a chiseled jawline. It's a lot of work here, man. There's a lot you of know. work here. <laughs> so, 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 so let's continue down the, down the, the story. So you, you started one-to-one and then you, you, you moved to Facebook and, and began to do some stuff there where did YouTube come into the, to the picture? So honestly, YouTube, it's really funny. Cause I actually just talked about this with my, my mom the other day, my mom and my stepdad were, were down visiting us. And I would honestly, man, I rarely look at the YouTube stuff because it's all shorts that I'm posting automatically to YouTube yeah. at this point. So it's okay. all coming from TikTok. I use repurpose. It sends it there. And I was scrolling through. I was like, holy shit, YouTube is literally my top performing platform and I'm not paying any attention to it at all. <laughs> so it's really funny that way because it like ultimately like Facebook is still where I'm at. Like that's where my people are at. It's where I, it's where I feel like you can communicate the most. Yeah. Um, I like TikTok for the ability to kind of post some things that you wouldn't post other places. Sure. Um, you know, you can get a little bit more aggressive with some things because it is so much more like raw and real. And, um, but Facebook for me is it's always been that that's really where I've put the focus, but now I'm like, Holy crap. Like YouTube literally like it, I had, there was five out of my last six videos had more than 2,500 views. And I don't have that on any platform. And yeah. Like, okay, cool. So I guess I'm gonna start focusing on YouTube now. Um, but yeah, YouTube, I, I had done some longer form stuff in the past. Um, and to be honest, man, I just, my ADD is way too hard to plan out 30 to 45 minute videos or even yeah. like 10 minute videos It's too much. Okay. So that's where the shorts came in. So that's why there's so many there is because it's all shorts. Um, but there, you know, I've probably got 20, 25 longer form content and then I've split that up and made it in shorts and stuff like that. So, and those are good. I, yeah. I watched a few of them and Dude, I, you're, I, I think you need to, you need to come back to that a little bit. Yeah. Once I, so we actually just got the official ADHD diagnosis yesterday. So we got, really? we got some help with that. So we're going to, we're going to work wow. with that. Hopefully that can bring some focus back into that stuff and get some of those longer videos back out. So interesting. Okay. So I, I want to ask this about it. Well, it's not about YouTube, but I noticed it on YouTube. And I think this is what a lot of people struggle with, right? Some of your videos are in the thousands. But there's shorts on there that have four views, 11 views, six views. How do you overcome that that instant gratification of not getting too hyped up for the ones that do well, but not getting too depressed when you're like, four views? Do I suck? Am I the worst? Like, how, how do you battle that? 
to be honest, at this point, it's not even a battle anymore, but I can remember back to, to where I was to probably a year and a half ago. I posted like when TikTok was, oh, you can go viral. You can go viral and come over here. We'll do it. We'll do, you know, you'll be able to get a ton of views. Yeah. I posted some stupid video of me, like with the camera facing downward and then like scrolling up to the guy at Home Depot, cutting the, the wood on the saw, like, and I posted husbands, you know what this means. And I'm thinking like people are relating with this content. It starts going off, right? I'm getting 25,000 views in an hour. I'm like, okay, this is a, this is what's going on here. Wow. So, and I'm we're at, it was over Christmas time and we're sitting outside watching boats go by with Christmas lights on them. And I'm like, my phone's blowing up and I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So I look back at it and I'm thinking, oh, right. I made some good, relatable content. People are loving this, bro. It was foot talk. I had sandals on in the video and the feet people took over my TikTok. Oh my god! So, so like, it's really funny, right? So like, that was where my change of like, man, viral doesn't mean shit anymore. Like, yeah, it just does, like I don't need it to be viral. So yep. you know, bringing that back down into that like zero views thing. Like, ultimately, now if I'm seeing a TikTok video that has zero views, I'm like, man, did I miss a watermark or did I miss something? Because I do a lot of that repurpose stuff where yeah. I'm like downloading videos. Like, something's off here, you know whether it's just the content didn't take or whatever. Most of my videos are in the 200 views range on, you know, on the TikTok. And I just, I understand like that, that's the way it works. And really I'm looking at it. Like if I'm getting eight to 10% likes, that means I'm putting out good content and I'm cool with that. So it just, that's really where it's at. So dig a little bit deeper into when, when you said like, I don't need to go viral. I feel like for most realtors and lenders, that's their greatest desire is to be able to beat their chest because I went viral, right? But you're saying I don't, I don't need to go viral. What what mindset have you adopted that that most of our industry has not? Really, it's just building a content bank at this point. Like that's what I look at. All of my my social media platforms are just building where I can go to the well, right? Like if somebody has a question, I've got probably got a video for it, yeah. So I can send them the link to the video. Like, hey, here's the answer. Like, we don't have to have a 10 minute phone call where the first seven minutes are. Hey, how's your day going? What's going on? Like, we don't right. have to do that, right? right? Like, I, we get to protect each other's time. And I say, here's a video, watch it. It'll take you a minute and you'll know exactly what the answer to your question is. So really, that's really where, where my strategy is. And just putting that out in a public domain is the easiest way to do it because it makes it shareable. So I don't really care about the viral aspect. I understand that it's cool to say you have a video that has 400,000 views or a million views or whatever. Yeah. And maybe if I had a view a video that had 1.5 million, I would talk differently about it. I don't know. But I don't but think you would point, like I I had a video that that was I think it that video that that I just explained was like in the three fifty to four hundred thousand range. And I woke up the next day and I was still the same person. What? Like, nothing changed. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't have like this big V on my chest or anything like that. Like just woke up and I was the same person. So so good, man. Matter. I mean so, so much of this, if we're not careful, is driven by our ego, which is why we want virality. All right. I was teaching a class yesterday and I, you know, and I, I asked the whole class, like, how many of you want to have a video go viral? Everybody raises their hand and I'm like, suckers, <laughs> you don't need that. Right. Everybody's hand is up. You're allowing ego to drive your social media which means you'll never put out the right content because I believe the right content most likely won't go viral. For sure. And so I think, I think you're spot on, man. So talk us through, get, let us into the, into the mind of the kick butt mortgage guy. When, when you wake up today and you go, okay, I'm, I, I need to put out some sort of content. 
What does that process look like for you to determine what it is you're going to put out? <laughs> there is no process, bro. <laughs> well, there if is. I'm being honest. You so, may so, have not okay, mapped so it out. My process. So you mentioned working out and, and being chiseled jawline, whatever, like pretty boy, right? Well, I work out right. basically every day. So that's my process. Right. I wake up six, six o'clock in the morning. I'll, you know, chug some water, go to the gym. While I'm at the gym, I'm listening to music that I wouldn't listen to at any other time because it's more or less poison, right? Like just, it's like that, like, let's just get rocked today. Come on. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, if something sparks my mind, a lot of times I also listen to eBooks too. So sometimes in those or the audiobooks. So in the audiobooks, I'll get an idea that sparks, I'll write it down. Um, I have backstops for that. So if I get through like an hour of working out and I'm like, man, I have nothing, like there's nothing on my brain. I've got like drafts saved in TikTok of the videos that I've downloaded where you see, you know, like I do a lot of the meme videos. Yep. I've got a lot of those stocked up and then I do the hydro massage chair and at planet fitness at the end of my workout while I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay, let me think of something funny to throw on the top of this video. And it takes me seven minutes to make that video. And then I have at least one, right? So yeah. then from there on out, then it's all about like inspirational spark. So if I have something that comes to me that I'm like, that's gotta be a video. Most of the time I'm going to record it pretty much right there or like, maybe within five minutes because there's emotion behind it. And that's the biggest thing yeah. for me is being able, you, you can see it in my videos. Like I'm passionate about what I'm talking about in that video. It's not like yeah. I wrote it down and just like sit back and I'm like, so this is what we're talking. Like, it's not that right. Like if, yeah. if you're not bringing the emotion, people don't give a shit about it anyway. So, 100%. Um, and then even the backstop for that is I do have a list of probably 70 ish right now, maybe 80 video ideas. So if I'm completely drawing blanks all day, I can, jump in there and just like find some passion around one of those. And so where do you like, where do those ideas live in an app? Yeah. So I actually use an app called the only one I've found that can keep me as much as close to organized as possible. It's called Todoist. So um, they allow like project lists on the side. Okay. So I just build a project list with all the, all of those. And it syncs between my computer and my, and my phone. So it's always right in front of me because with the, the brain, it's just like, if it's not in front of me, it's not, it doesn't exist. So 100%. Uh, I love, I'm not going to say your motto because, you know, you use words that I, I don't, I just don't use that word maybe because <laughs> I have small kids and, no worries. But, but you, you know, you have a motto that, that I think is, it's incredibly simple, but it truly is what holds most people up from, from doing this stuff. So what, like when you're talking to a realtor partner or a lender reaches out to you that's struggling with all of this stuff, your response to them is what? To be honest, man, and I want to backtrack before I throw the actual words out there. You mentioned that how did we meet on a stitched video? And the video was actually me stitching with me saying, just post the fucking video. Yeah. So like that was our initial one was like you were talking yeah. about just just get on camera, post the video. And that's that's the most important thing, right? Like just post the fucking video. And it's it's super straightforward. Like we were talking about, like, I don't know what to post. It doesn't fucking matter. Just right. post, like just post the video, man. That's all it takes. What? Well, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you put your doctor hat on for a second. You know, it, it's so like when you say that, I go, duh, right? Like that. That's it. That's really the only advice somebody needs. But out of everybody that listens to this episode, five percent, if that, will actually stop listening to this. And then go do that, right? So 
what what is the disconnect from man just post the video but they don't post the video honestly it's fear right like it's being afraid of how you're going to be responded to and it's really funny because i'm i've found that there's a lot of people in the in our lives that'll go i don't care about what people think right yeah. and it's those people that actively say that outward are the ones that are most afraid of actually posting the video 100% and it's really interesting to follow that that thought process because they are so much like oh i don't like it's almost like they're feeding their ego with i don't care what people think and then right. they're afraid that their ego is going to be bruised by putting it out there 100% uh, and so i think like that's that's really where it falls in is just like it's fear and it's it's one of those you know, everything kind of stems from fear, right? Like when you're not doing something, you're afraid of something. So like sit down and, and ask yourself like, why? And just one question, yeah. one word, why, why am I afraid? And then you're going to get an answer. That's not the truth. So then you're going to say, why to that, to that answer, and then go three or four or five levels deep to get to the real core of it. Right. Yep. Like I want a six pack. Why? Well, I want my wife to think I'm hot. Why? Well, cause I want to get laid. Why? Because I want to have a good relationship. Why? Because I want to show my kids or my future kids what a good marriage looks like. Yeah. Okay, now we're at the core, right? Like you've just right. gone five levels right. deep of showing like what actually matters. Cause it's not the six pack or it's not the, it's not the, I'm afraid that, uh, I'm going to say the wrong thing. It's not even that. Cause nobody like that video is going to be gone in 24 hours and nobody's going to ever watch it again unless you bring right. it up. So yeah. it just doesn't matter. It is so good. I, I want to know your opinion. Because I think we can overcome fear in two ways. One, we can try to work on lessening the fear, right? Spe like asking why is a great way to do it, getting to the core of really why we think this way, and then going, oh, wow, this was such an irrational fear that's not even real. But I think the other way to overcome fear is by not removing the fear, but by be creating something positive that becomes more powerful than the fear. Right. So I do it in spite of the fear because I'm so passionate about it. Like, would you lean to one way versus the other? Or have you done it both? I would say both. I think that they're both good. Like, you know, if you're trying to be introspective and you're like, you just literally can't get yourself to post the post the video, then you have to dig in and you have to figure out why. Right. Like what we just talked about with the process of like asking yourself four times why. The other way is like, that's where then you're going to ask yourself the question, like, am I really that passionate about it? If I can't put something on video, like I'm putting out there and writing, like I'm the most passionate real estate agent, you should work with me because I'm going to do everything right. And you're afraid yeah. to put your face on video Come to on. help other people. Like now we're talking about a different situation, right? Like, are you actually in the right profession at that point? Or should you yeah. be going and working behind a phone where you don't have to see your client? Like your clients are going to see you in person and they're going to go, why don't you look like your business card? But if you put your face out there on a daily basis, they actually get to see who you are and what you, what you're about. So 100%, man, I love it. So I want to, I want to give you a, a few minutes to just take over the podcast and, uh, and I'm just going to sit back and become a student of, of the kick butt mortgage guy. If, if we brought a, brand new realtor, brand new lender or struggling realtor lender on here with us and they have no social presence. They they know they need to, but they've taken no action. What would be the 
the first few things that you would share with them to, to kind of help them get, get going? I would take their finger and push the button for them. And then I would make them record an introduction video of who they are. And then they're going to be realize like, okay, now everybody knows who I am, what I like to do, what I am. We're over that hump, right? Like now we've literally gotten past of like, I don't, oh, I'm afraid people aren't going to know who I am. Well, guess what? You already did the intro video. So there you go. And now that's something that they can repeat once a month. So now you have one piece of content every month. And if you want to do it every two weeks, now you've got one piece of content every two weeks of just an introduction video of who you are and what you're about. So now we've gotten over the hurdle of who you are, putting your face on camera and some of the content process. So then it's like, okay, what's the most important thing during a a real estate process or or a loan process? What's the most important thing? And if you don't put that on video, are you doing a disservice to your, your clientele or the people that you want to be a client? Because if you're not putting important information on video for them to find, because that's where the attention's at. They're not reading your eight page post about like how somebody racked up a credit card. <laughs> like they're not reading that, right. right? Like, like how can you tell somebody in 30 seconds what the most important about, part about a real estate transaction is? So now we've got that. Now you can duplicate that every two weeks. Like now we've, we've now gotten four pieces of content that you can do every single month with no issues because nobody's going to care that you already did it. Right. Um, and really then it just starts to become like, okay, let's have a conversation about who you are, like what you like. Are you a funny person? Like generally, are you a serious person? Like now let's figure out how we can get you to portray that on video instead of that fake professionalism shit that everybody does that like, like, honestly, man, I was so happy to see that you were wearing like what you're wearing today in on the podcast. Yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Cause like I show up in a t-shirt, right. And I'm like, oh shit. Like what are, you know, you still have those reserves even, even after 760 YouTube videos, you still have for that, sure. that reserve. I, I almost put a suit on today, but I, I didn't. So I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. I almost put one on too, but it's like in the closet in the back and I haven't looked at it in six months. So, um, but it's just, so that's just developing your persona. Like what are you? And if it's, if you're not who you want to be, just start being that person then on on camera. And, and really that's to be honest, man, you know, I know we brought up before the podcast, like, um, today marks two years of sobriety for me and congratulations, bro. That's awesome. And honest to God, I attribute being on video, finding a lot of what I've found about myself over the last two years. Wow. Because I went from, and you can see it in the progression of the videos where I'm like, let me wear a, a button up shirt to present mortgage information because that's what's expected to me dropping F-bombs in videos about posting a video, right? Like that's that's yeah. been the progression. So it's allowed me to just like kind of enter into who I am and utilizing video for that, whether you're going to post it or not, who cares? Like, if you don't want to post it, fine, but just at least record it. And then yeah. you're going to get to a point like, why am I not posting these? Right. And so huge, that would man. be, that would be my process for starting out is just like, let's figure out some content so we can get over that, figure out who you are and what you want to be. And if you don't want to, or if you're not who you are, then let's start being that person. Man. So many nuggets in this conversation. If, if you've listened to this and you haven't found one, you might want to rewind it and go give it another listen because there, there's so many gems in here. Ryan, man, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for stitching a video and actually saying something nice about me. Let, let my animosity go down and, and not be so scared. Uh, bro, I appreciate you and, and all the wisdom you've dropped. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, if you, I'm going to throw it out there for you. If you haven't gotten Kyle's book yet, get it. And that'd be a perfect start to 
the entry of your social media campaigns and your social media presence. So thanks, bro. So how, how do people find you? Where do they, where do they go? Everywhere. Uh, kick butt mortgage guy, pretty much on every platform. Um, I've got some other secondary content platform or, or, uh, or names on, uh, TikTok. I'm working on getting life insurance licensed this, this year as well. Cool. So there's a life insurance Ryan one out there, but that one's kind of taking a back seat right now, but, um, yeah, kick butt mortgage guy on pretty much everything. Um, and really like I'm available to talk whenever. So like messaging works, like I'm not afraid to, to say hi, obviously. So. I love it. So guys, go follow Kick Butt Mortgage Guy wherever you social. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a really cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.